0: hi guys welcome to peer review my therapist the podcast where i vent you listen and you do not get pies right um today's episode is it's about friendship yeah it's about friendship um i've always had a lot to say about friendship but like i kind of always feel like i'm kind of like going around in a circle (laughs) but um but yeah so today has been a uh not a long day i'm just like a little bit tired um my mouth is dry already, which is like never a great sign. So I'm going to try to hold it together. Um, I have my hair in these little pigtails. So if you're watching this in like video form, if you see a track mind your business. If you see my wig lifting, mind your business. I don't think it is. I was very careful to make sure that it's not. But if you see it, just pretend that you don't see it. Okay, just because you see something does not have to mean you say something. You know what I'm saying? Um, I pretty kind of feel like I look kind of really cute right now. So let me enjoy this little moment, pleases and thank yous. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to be talking about friendship and more so how to maintain uh a friendship um and also kind of like <laughs> I don't, why am I like having this moment right now like my brain is just like having a brain fart and I think it's because like my laptop is like doing that shit where it sounds like a fucking plane about to take off and it's very distracting to me I don't know why um but what I specifically want to talk about today is maintaining friendships and how that's really fucking hard um I think a lot of the times like people kind of kind of section friendships out to be like this easy breezy thing that like you maintain throughout life and like there's not a lot of work that you put into it like it comes naturally when in reality i feel like people who have long-term friendships like they really work at keeping those friendships together And they they put a lot of time and sacrifice into those friendships. And they also know when to take out time and when to take out sacrifice. Because I always feel like life is a balancing act. And I saw a tweet the other day that pissed me off, okay? It always starts with a fucking tweet. But I saw a tweet where this girl was like... um, She was like, I hate bitches who who once they get a boyfriend, um, suddenly they can't do stuff with their friends. And it wasn't verbatim that. But like she literally... No, I need to say it again because I'm going to I messed it up. She basically said, "I hate bitches who will replace their boyfriends for trips." Not sorry, who will replace their friends on things like trips and outings uh when in reality those men once they get a divorce, I was like, "Okay, so your friend is married." great. She was like, once you get a divorce, it's your friends you come crawling back to. And that run me the wrong way <laughs> for a multitude of reasons, because I understand where she's coming from. I understand the loneliness of when your friends get into a relationship and you're not in one and you need your friend. And like, it seems like all the things you would have done with them, they're doing with their significant others. I understand that. And that's absolutely valid. And it's actually very painful. It's like, you've kind of taken my spot, bitch, move. Um, but your friend is married. Like your friend is building a life with this person, like they're building a partnership with this person and and the truth of the matter is, if you feel like that to say something like that in such bitterness and anger and in that way, I don't actually think you're you're gonna be a friend that sticks around whether that friend was single or not and I see a lot of like these tweets with like these takes like this that are similar to this, and I always find that like the person tweeting it probably is not a good friend like like, I always find that. And I'm just like, y'all, I don't think a lot of people understand that, like, friendship takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of just give and take and, like, pull and push. Like, there's two things I need to bring up before I fucking forget them. And the first one, I'm going to, actually, I'm going to bring up the second one first because I feel like if I start going in on the first one, I'm just going to go on a tangent. But I hope I remember it. Um, it's about a TikTok I saw about being black and white that's enough of a reminder i hope i remember but i saw a tiktok the other day different tiktok where this girl was talking about how she wishes she had more friends who are bad bitches like her and she did uh consequently 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 okay after she posted that TikTok that got very few likes, by the way, she did get her ass toe up on Twitter, as she should, because she basically was saying how she wishes she had more friends who were bad bitches like her and who, who could pull the same type of men as her, who were not, who basically look like her, okay? And she got her ass toe up, rightfully so. And when it boiled down to it, what it came down to was like, this girl didn't really want friends. And also I just need to say not to be a petty bitch, but like, I looked through her shit and I was like, what bad bitch, like what bad bitch, what bad bitch do you speak of? Like, I know you, I know you and I are not talking about the same type of bad bitch because she was not meeting, she, it was not happening. Okay. So she's like talking all this shit. And the brunt of it is the fact that a lot of people don't actually want friendships, and I think she exposed that very well. A lot of people don't want friendships. They don't want to get to know the person, because if she knew her friends, she would knew that, that, that their value is worth so much more than what they look like and the kind of guys they can pull. That's so embarrassing for her to even say out loud. Like, that's just like, you, okay, um, but like your friends are so much more than the people they date they're so much more than the other people they know they're so much more than how they dress their aesthetic they're this they're that like your friends are people and you should be friends with those people because they have inherent qualities in them that are beautiful, that are, that add so much light and brightness and joy to your life. Like, that's the thing that like, I feel like a lot of people are missing. Like everything is so transactional now. And like, you have, you have a friend that like you, you like them because they can hang out with this person or, or they look good when you take pictures with them. Like, That, to me, always really bothers me. And, like, I see tweets all the time. It's always Twitter. I'm sorry. I see tweets all the time where people are like, if you are the smart. Oh, fuck. That wasn't a tweet. That was Khloe Kardashian. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But Khloe saying, if you. Is it Khloe or Kim? I don't know. One of them said, if you walk into a room and you are the smartest person in the room, you need to. Child. I'm so sorry. I'm a mess. Not me choking. Oh my God. (laughs) Y'all, I'm so sorry. I nearly choked. I don't know what just happened. Okay, but it was one of the Kardashian girls and she said, if you are the smartest person, if you walk into a room and you are the smartest person in the room, you need to find another room to be in because you need to be in a room with people who are smarter than you. Okay? That was very much giving me... LLC Twitter, how they're constantly like, be friends with people that you can see yourself be millionaires with, be friends with this, be friends with that. And like, (laughs) I understand at the very core of it, what they're trying to say, but it's just the wording of it. And then you have this whole generation of kids who grew up on the internet, who are dumb as rocks, who read that and they take it literally. And maybe the person who even typed it out, took it literally But smarter people, people who have more life experience, know that you don't need to be friends with people who you see yourself being millionaires with. You need to be friends with people who push you, who believe in you, who you believe in. Because that's also a problem. People uh, seeing friendship as a one-way street, what you can give me and not necessarily what I can give you. Like, who believe in you and, like, who you believe in. But, like, why would you not just say... Um, y'all need to be friends with people who you believe in or people who believe in you. Why did like what the phrasing of that is like, it's so annoying. And then the whole thing about walking in the room, it's like, okay, well, bitch, if you walk into a room and maybe there's somebody who failed their fucking SATs, but they're a musical genius, not Kanye. That's not why I said that. Or if you walk into a room and there is, you know, this fucking the smartest person on paper, a hundred on all their tests, perfect ACT, SAT, genius scores. If you walk into a room and there's that person, but they don't have street smarts, they don't have business smarts, they don't have they don't have the the personality to be a good friend. Like, what the fuck are you actually saying? What are you actually saying when you stay when you say statements about this? Like, when you say statements like this about you and how you relate to your peers, and, like, I'm not going to lie, that, not even to, like, get too deep into this, but that whole Kardashian interview, I felt so much of it was, like, directed at people that they know and not necessarily people working at nine to five Then, not to justify what they're saying in any way but like especially when Kim um, I'm on a tangent especially when Kim was like get up and work she was talking to Courtney let's be real she was talking to her sister (laughs) get up and work I feel like nobody wants to work these days um get up and yeah so that can lay on the side for now but like I feel like a lot of, the way it is now, and like we're such a, we are such a capitalistic society that every aspect of our lives are tied to capitalism marriage is tied to capitalism. Children are tied to capitalism. Your fucking downtime is tied to capitalism. The guilt that you feel for laying down too long during your work from home, okay, is tied to capitalism. And friendship is tied to capitalism now too. Because I remember for a hot minute, a lot of people would be like, oh, you need to go out. You need to make connections. You need to make connections. You need to make connections. But then when you met the connections that they were talking about, they introduced them as, this is my friend, and I'm like, are you befriending these people because of what they can do for you or what? Like, are you actually friends with these people? Do you genuinely like these people? Are you getting to learn, or are you getting to know them? Like, I understand that there are situations that you become friends with somebody because you're thinking like in a business mindset and you're like, okay, maybe this person can teach me how to do this. Maybe this person can help me how to do that. But I don't think that like a, a smart person, a person with emotional intelligence, would not necessarily just cage that person in that little box and just leave them at that. Then that's when I feel like you become a user. Like, no. Like that that's like that's what I think like is the problem is if you if like if I have a friend, like for example, like one of my best friends, um, I swear to God, I'm so sorry. Every time I say this story, I like get my words get befuddled because befuddled, is that the right word? My words get messed up because she swears that we met way before this, but I digressed. Um, one of my friends, she slid in my DMs. I know this is not an origin story, but it's my origin story of us because that's the one I remember. Sorry. Um, she swears that, I'm sorry. No, she slid into my DMs and she was like, I think you're really pretty. Let's shoot right so at the time I was signed to a modeling agency and I wanted more content so I was like yay let's shoot let's do it yay this is great so like we go and like we do this and then um actually I don't think even that's how she said it I think she was like we should hang out and then as we progressed to like talking about the hangout the shooting became involved so then like you know we shot together and all of this stuff but like immediately upon meeting this girl like literally I was like oh bitch we're friends like we're literally friends like you are my friend and like as time went on like if I needed a photo shoot I'd be like hey can you shoot me can you do this for me and if she needed a model she'd be like can you model for me yeah there's that you know there is that business quality to it but at the end of the day she's still my friend and actually she's my best friend and I call her all the time and we talk and we've become much more than the things that we than the favors that we can do for each other and I think that's the difference between a friendship and knowing how to be a friend and being a user because I see so many people who like they don't hit you up unless like they need something and and even if they hit you up only when they need something when you need them they're not there Like, they're not there. They're not emotionally there. They're looking at you. Like, if you're having a bad time, they're looking at you. Like, they just can't connect to you on that level. And, like, that is something that has, that, you know, that, like, is something that bothers me. But also, like, I'm the kind of person that, like, for some reason, everybody is my friend. And I have an issue realizing that um, sometimes I just overestimate how much I matter in people's lives. Period. Um... that we're working on that one in therapy. Um, that's been a subject for the last like six sessions. Uh, I don't think it's going to get resolved anytime soon, but, um, but yeah, so the, that, like that, that, okay. So the other thing that I want to talk about before I got to that TikTok, the other TikTok was that I saw this kid, he was saying that like, The internet is so black and white that like everything is diluted down to a single phrase that catches your attention and doesn't let you really think about it much okay there's a train i'm taking a little break so he was saying that everything on the internet is so black and white and like it's so diluted down to like a single catchphrase something that is going to catch your attention and like keep it to that and he basically was saying how he feels like that really affects everything from our relationships to our friendships and like and it's not just how that is on the internet like there's very little black or white area wait what that there's a lot of black and white area and very little gray area and the whole thing the whole gotcha part of like being human is the gray area it's the yeah but it's the if and maybe it's those things. It's the chances that we take that are not so black or white that we need some, like, resolve for. Like, and he was talking about that, and I was thinking about that because right after I watched that TikTok, one of my friends called me, and she was telling me how, you know, um, basically she was reaching out to, like, her three closest friends because she needed advice on whether to get back with her ex or not. And she basically told me that all her other friends told her no don't get back with him and that she wanted to talk to me last because she knew I would probably say the same thing but I have a better way of articulating myself as opposed to just saying men aren't shit he's not shit i'm not that kind of person i can't do that bitch i'm about to give you a whole psychological spiel on why you should or shouldn't um and it's also very frustrating like when people do that like like no don't get back with him men aren't shit like that's like that literally doesn't help anybody like that it's so, un- anyways, anyways, anyways. So, cause I could go on a whole tangent about that. Cause I shit you not. That's one of the reasons why I stopped being friends with somebody a long time ago was because every time I needed, I needed the emotional security. All they gave me was empty platitudes about men being pieces of shit. And I was like, I've literally had enough. I've quite literally had enough. I'm so she called me and she told me like everything that had been going on and how she kind of wants to get back together with her ex. Immediately, I was like, no, don't do it, girl, don't do it. Like, that man is a piece of shit. But then I was like, yeah, actually, Divine, this is really not that helpful. Um, because even though he is a piece of shit, there's a greater reason why you don't want her to get back with him. And it has, you know, maybe this guy's changed. Maybe he's gone through a lot. Maybe he's become a different person. Um, we don't know that. It's been years since they last spoke to each other. Maybe he has gone through a crazy healing journey. Maybe he's done that. I knew then that the reason why I told her no was not because, like, he's a piece of shit, was because I didn't think she was ready. Because if the day came that she did get back together with him and she needed, he did something that was very reminiscent of their old failed relationship, I knew that my friend was not in the emotional space where she would just be able to get up and leave. Like, she wasn't there yet. And we both knew that. Because we've talked about it. And so I told her that even though I knew that like there was a high chance that like it might, you know, it might rub her the wrong way. But I knew that that was the core reason of why I didn't think she should do it. And funny enough, like it's not very specific to her, that reasoning. Because, you know, I recently had a guy that I was dealing with that I knew I didn't need to be dealing with. And I was kind of like, you know, it's either yes or no. I'm going to do this and it's either going to work out or it's not. But I literally had to check myself and I was like, okay, if it works out though... Are you at an emotional place where if he starts on his fuckery again, that you can just leave without a doubt in your mind? Like, are you that secure in who you are and what you're doing? And the answer for a crazy, like, I could have never imagined this. The answer was yes. And I knew that. And I did that. And I did it. When the fuckery began again, I was like, hey, this isn't going to work this isn't going to work for me. Thank you so much. Ciao. Like, and I knew that and she and I had been on this journey like for a while and like, and obviously I'm in therapy. She's not in therapy. So I feel like therapy kind of speeds up this process. So like we're kind of doing like trickle down therapy where like every time I go to therapy and I learn something new, I call her and I'm like, Hey bitch, uh, do this next time. Or like, this is what I learned today. This is what I'm feeling today. Here's how my therapist is telling me how to deal with it. It's like, it's literally like, Hey, I'm going to the therapist. Y'all need anything? Quite literally I should you not. So that's like kind of what we've been doing and like and so it's been like a slow progression for her, but like she's seen me she's seen me apply it. And now I'm like, I don't think you're there yet. I think maybe in a couple months you will be there, but I don't think you're at that space yet. And I feel like it is so much harder to leave the second time around after sometimes, sometimes I can't speak for everybody, but sometimes it's really hard to leave the second time around because your mind, or at least my mind starts going, it didn't work out the first time. I really need to make it work this time. Like I need to prove myself wrong. I, I went against everybody and doing this and making this decision. And now I'm going to look stupid. If it fails again, I need to get it right. So I was like, I don't want my friend to be trapped in this thing. And I know that if I just tell her men aren't shit, men suck, that's not helping anybody. Like that's not helping her learn. That's not helping her do anything. So I told her that truth. And weirdly enough, later on, later on, I had a session with my psychic and I, I, I'm like remembering what the actual point of this, um, podcast episode is either way I had a session with my psychic and she basically one of the things that she emphasized to me on was that people change people grow they heal they learn I talked about this last episode but she's like people grow they learn they heal they learn how to be better people they work through their problems they know how to do these things that they didn't know how to do before And then even later on in the night when I was talking to a friend of mine, she said it again. She was like, people grow, people heal, people learn. So I don't know. Maybe there's somebody watching this podcast right now that needs to accept that people grow, people learn, people heal. Uh, So if that's you, take this at this moment. Um, But yeah, so and and I've been thinking about that a lot and like how people heal, people grow, people learn can either be beneficial for you or it can hurt you. And when it hurts you, it's not the kind of hurt that is blame, it's the kind of hurt that leaves you with a broken heart. Because if you have a friendship where you're growing, you're learning, you're doing all of these things, and the other person is staying stagnant. It's going to get to the point where that friendship is just not sustainable anymore and you want to leave. You want out. And that's going to hurt the other person. If you're the person who's stagnant or maybe you're just going in a different direction, people are growing, people are learning, people are healing. Maybe your friendship is not beneficial to them anymore. And that hurts. And and that hurts. And so, you know, they stop talking to you, they move on, they do all these things. But I also think there's another side of that where sometimes our friends say something to us that hurts and we don't have the emotional maturity to voice it or they do something that we don't agree with and we don't have the emotional maturity to voice it, so we just stop talking to them. And that is not really beneficial for anybody at all. It's not beneficial to you because it's stunting your growth. It's not beneficial to them because they're just fucking confused and they don't actually know why you stop talking to them. And I find that this issue comes up a lot in girl groups. And especially like when one girl has a boyfriend who, you know, she vents about all the time. And so... You vent about him all the time, and then your friends start to kind of have a dislike to him, especially if they don't spend a lot of time with him, especially if he's not in your friend group. Um, they start to have a little bit of resentment towards him, and then you guys break up, and then you decide to get back together with him, and then there will inevitably always be the friend that disagrees with you so much that they just feel they can't be friends with you anymore. And I, <laughs> I hate this trope. <laughs> I hate this trope because I feel like it's so not beneficial for anybody, okay? The friend who is deciding they can't be friends with you anymore because you got back with your significant other is one, selfish just because you give advice doesn't mean people have to take it and I think that's been a big thing that I've learned with my friendships and maintaining my adult friendships because it is hard to make friendships as you get older and if you're just willing to throw them away at the drop of a hat over stupid little things it's going to be a very lonely life So one of the things that I realized was that just because I give my friends advice, just because they come to me for advice and I give them great advice, doesn't mean that they have to take it. And sometimes that advice might be the best advice and the right advice, and they're still not going to take it. I cannot hold that against them because it's not my life. It isn't my life. I don't know their feelings. There's probably details they're not telling me, There's shit they're not going into, It's their existence and it's their life. And at the end of the day, it's their choice. All I can do is support them in their choice and hope that they're making the right choice and that what I think will happen will be wrong. And that if they need me at the end of the day, because I told you so, I am there for them and I don't say, I told you so. Like, that's really one of the biggest things that I've learned because... It is a bruise to the ego when you give, like, great advice, when you out here, like, sounding like motherfucking Oprah, giving good-ass advice, and then that bitch just turn around and not take your advice. But it's like, she's not obligated to take your advice, just as you were not obligated to give it. You did not have to go on a whole TED uh, talk to give her some advice about her and shit boyfriend, but you did in hopes that she would take it. She didn't take it. It's fine. gotta move on that does not mean that just because somebody didn't listen to you that you can't be their friend at the end of the day that's a huge sign of emotional immaturity like a huge one and I find this so much in like girl relationships and like even recently like I'm pretty sure that that happened to me except I don't have a boyfriend that I'm like taking back and like (laughs) and like going back and forth with it's just like one guy that I was talking to on and off and like and I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna fuck him and then you know a couple of my friends didn't agree and I was like "Mm." Anyways, um, but, but at the end of the day, like it is that person's choice to do what they want to do. And as their friend, all you can do is support them. And it's not beneficial to your friend. You going on a talking strike to your friend because they didn't agree with what you did, um, because they didn't take your advice, it's not beneficial to them. It's not teaching them anything. The silent treatment is not teaching them anything. All it's doing is telling them that if they need you, you're not going to be there for them. That's it. That's it. All it's telling them is that you you are not, your love for them is not unconditional. Your friendship with them is not unconditional. That's all that it is saying. That's all that it's saying. And then that specific in that specific one. Okay. And like there are, you know, there's other things that like, there's other stipulations that like weigh in to a kind of situation like this. Like, I understand you can get tired, you can get restless, you can have a million other reasons to end the friendship. If that's so, tell them that and then move on. But if you just go cold turkey stop talking to your friend because they got back with their man or their whoever or whatever it really doesn't help them like it doesn't help them at all and like and like sometimes like I even have to like stop myself because I really do want to be on that yo nigga ain't shit train I really want to be on that train I want to be the conductor but then I have to realize that I am their friend, sure. And hopefully one day, you know, I'll be like the godmother of their child. But they're trying to build a life. They're trying to build a family. And at the end of the day, nobody is perfect. No one is perfect. You're, you may see your friends as perfect, and they are, because we're girls. And we're great. And we're cute. You may see your friends as perfect because they're an extension of you and you see yourself as perfect. Don't lie. So you may see your friends as perfect and you may see their spouse as like the enemy or whatever. But at the end of the day, they're just trying to build a life and they're trying to build a life with somebody. And it's hard to build a life with somebody because as we all know, men are idiots. That was a very crass way of saying what I should have said, which is that People make mistakes and people grow and people heal and people learn. And there's a lot of trial and error. No guy is going to come into the world in your life or in your friend's life and just be fucking perfect. They're just not. Like relationships, like marriages, like they take work and your friendships take work. Like there are things that you're just going to have to overlook in your friendships if you want to keep them. Some friendships are not worth overlooking it. I see what I see. Some friendships just are not worth overlooking the incredibly bad parts of it. And, you know, sometimes like you just toss them away and, and you don't reach out. They don't reach out. That's the end of it. Like it's over. But some friendships I feel like are really worth keeping. And like, and if you have an issue with your friend, if there's something going on with your friend, just fucking talk to your friend. Goddamn. Just talk to your pal. Just hit them up and be like, this is how I felt when you said this thing. It hurt my feelings. They may get defensive. Yeah, they may get defensive. I realized that, like, I low-key had, like, shit friend qualities. I wasn't a shitty friend, but I had shit friend qualities. When one time I was talking to my friend, and she honestly, I think, you know, my group of friends now have really taught me how to be a good friend because... They're very vocal about how they feel. They're not going to suppress how they feel for nobody, okay? One of my friends, she's a Gemini. That bitch ain't shutting up for shit, okay? Um, she's a Gemini, and I remember one time, I think I dismissed how she felt about something. And I was, like, getting really tired of, like, our conversations and, like, going back and forth and back and forth over this thing. So I just, like, stopped talking to her. And she called me one day and she was like, look, this thing that you're doing right here, like it's really, she's like, I don't think it's beneficial for either one of us. She was like, this is how I feel. And she was like, and you dismissed it. And I don't think it's right that you dismissed it. And, 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 you know, at the time, like, I still didn't agree that I had my, of my dismissal of it, or I didn't think it was as big as a deal as it was to her. But, like, the conversation had gone on for so long that it got to the point where I was like, what am I being contradictory for? Like, what am I being defensive for? Like, why am I being defensive? Like, this is how she feels. Like, there is a solid validity in how she feels. I might not agree with it. But for me to see that it's affecting her so much and deciding to stand my ground on something that's so small that at that point, I don't even think I remembered why I like dismissed her feelings. Like on something so small, it's like, why are you doing that? Like, what is, what are you gaining from that? The sacrifice is, the simple sacrifice of it is to apologize, say that you're wrong, and try to understand why you're wrong, even if you're not going to understand why you're wrong, because that'd be happening. But sometimes like the back and forth and the argument and the continual dismissal and hurting of your, of somebody's feelings. Like it's just, it's like, even if you were right at the beginning, now you're wrong because why would you continue to do that? Why would you continue to hurt somebody when you know like it's hurting them? And all they're asking you for is a little bit of understanding and an apology. Even if you don't actually know what you're apologizing for. It took me, I think maybe like a month after that conversation to realize why she was upset. And like, and I, we had that conversation, I apologized. I didn't understand exactly what I was apologizing for. And it took me another month to understand why she was so upset because by the time that that month had gone by I was in a different mental space and I was seeing it more from her point of view and I was like damn I was really ready for a split second to keep being argumentative and to potentially end this friendship over something that I now see that I was wrong about that's when I was like we finna talk about this We ain't finna work on this because I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And, like, and honestly, like, that kind of put, like, the fear God into me because I was like, damn, like, I was like, dang, I don't want to lose very good friendships over small arguments. And, like, and I think, like, a part of growing up is realizing that, one, you don't have to win every argument. Two, you're not gonna win every argument. Three, sometimes you win the argument and it was just never fucking worth winning, it wasn't worth it. Your life would have been better if you lost. Because even if you were right and you won that argument, you ruined something that you could have saved and kept and made beautiful. But you ruined it because you wanted to be right. Because you kept, like, pummeling somebody while they were down and feeling sad because you wanted to be right. Like, that that was, like, something that, like, I soon understood after that. And I was like, damn, like... No, like and like you know sometimes you do need space from your friends and like but I think you should be like yeah I'm kind of like not talking to anybody right now like not in like a I think it's hard to actually phrase that when like you have a slight resentment towards somebody but I don't think you should ever just like leave your friends hanging um yeah so you know friendships take a lot of work they take a lot of it's not as easy breezy as you know a lot of movies and a lot of like coming to age stories make it seem it's not it requires a lot of work it requires a lot of apologies a lot of thinking about what you did a lot of apologizing sometimes even when you're wrong and I think that's why it's just like a relationship and then like I also think like as your friendships develop and like you start getting older and people start getting married and they start moving on with their lives um I also think like it's important to kind of start understanding that Sometimes you need to make space for your friend's lives to move on and, and you can still be a good friend while being in a relationship. It's just, you might not be the priority sometimes. Sometimes And I mean, the priority should be kids, if there's kids involved. But sometimes they're just not going to be the priority. But I also think, like, a lot of, like, married people and, like, people in relationships are really shitty to their friends. Like... They really are shitty to their friends. And that's why I say it's a balancing act. Like, there is no black and white. Like, just because you are married, just because you're in a relationship does not allow you to be a bad friend, does not allow you to be a shitty friend. It doesn't allow you to make people feel like they are your last option or your last choice. Like, you still have to be a friend. It's not that hard. You know, a while ago, I saw this TikTok where this girl, she's married and but she brings her best friend everywhere she fucking goes. She takes two sets of pictures every time they take pictures on their trips. She takes one picture with her her husband, and then she takes another picture with her best friend. And obviously, there's probably things that, like, she does with her husband that her friend aren't involved. And obviously, there are probably things she does with her friend that her husband aren't involved. And I'm like, whatever that girl's got going on, she's she's winning. She's winning because she has simultaneously been able to, like... <laughs> keep her friend happy and keep her husband happy. And like, you know, it may not be like that all the time right now. Like that's something that's sustainable for them. That's something that they're able to do. And, And I thought, like, that was very beautiful because I'm like, that's a really good friend because so many friends would find a man and just sweep your ass under the rug and just, like, leave you alone and be like, oh, we'll get you a man. Like, let's get you a man and then all four of us can do something. It's like, your friend is not any less of a friend just because, like, they're not in a relationship. And and they don't become more of a friend and more of a part of your life just because you're able to put them in a relationship. Like, that's not really fair to them because then it seems like all your friend's value is the relationship that they either have or don't have. But yeah, so I saw that TikTok and I was like it was a really nice TikTok to see. But um wow, yeah, we've been talking for a minute. Um I hope I hope the time is almost up. <laughs> My mouth is dry, y'all. My mouth is dry. And I also need to desperately go to the dentist cuz I'm pretty sure I have so many cavities that are just like killing me at this point. Um but yeah, so The moral of today's podcast is that people are allowed to grow, they're allowed to heal, they're allowed to learn, and it may not be at your time or your pacing when you want them to, but it'll happen. And if, you know, somebody is meant to be your friend, if that change is meant to happen in your friendship, it will happen, and you guys will be friends again, or you guys will remain friends but at the end of the day, like these, every relationship that we have with another person just takes work. It takes a lot of work. Nothing in this fucking life is easy. And I think, you know, I think literally the other day I went through my Twitter and I went through like messages that I, 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 like conversations I had between 2016 and like 2020. And I was like really annoyed with myself because I was just like, why would you say shit like this? Like, I just. I was very insecure, and the fact that you could see that I was insecure through my conversations with people on a texting app, on a social media app, like, just says volumes, and I was, like, going through some of these, like, text messages, and I was, like, so abrasive and, like, so insecure and, like, so just not, there was no grace, there was no, it was a lot of crass, it was a lot of rough edges, just, like, not... Just not who I am now. Not a good representation of divine. Um, I was going through them. And like, and it was funny because like my first thought was, wow, I am so lucky (laughs) that I have the friends that I have because they met me at that time. They saw me through that time to where I am now. And through every fucking dip and low and sad, gross, crass moment that I had, they called me out there was a conversation and there was a fix they never decided that just because i was insecure that i was not worth having as a friend despite the amount of times that i fucked up and all of the the ways my insecurity oozed out of me they never they never just like threw me away they never threw me away and in fact i'm literally thinking about it and I, I remember like there are these moments like where I went and I just wouldn't to speak to them because of something that they said that hurt my feelings. And instead of telling them they hurt my feelings, feelings which were rightfully hurt, by the way, because I was in the wrong, in the wrong, <laughs> feelings that were rightfully hurt, instead of telling them that, I just went ghost. I just went ghost. And then a couple months later, I'd pop back up. And they accepted me again, and they loved me again, and they never stopped loving me. They always kept loving me, and I literally was saying about that, and I was like, bitch, you are so fucking lucky that you have these people in your life, because Divine 2016 and Divine 2020, vibes, pack your bags, you can hit the curb, love, like, I don't really want much to do with you like, and I, 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 like, I read that and I was just like, damn, like, I'm really grateful that, like, my friends are so understanding. And I think it's because, like, a lot of them, like, started their emotional journey and, like, emotional healing before I ever even thought about it. So there was, like, especially one of my friends, like, she can see shit from, like, 10 miles away. And before, like, she would try to communicate with it with me and I just wouldn't really understand it. And now she just tells me outright because I understand it and I can get it. But... There was a lot of like emotional immaturity on my part that just ruined a lot of things that could have been good for me. And I just wasn't able to understand. I wasn't able to heal. I wasn't able to learn. I wasn't able to fucking grow. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Heal, learn, grow. Period. Okay, so that is the end of today's episode. If you reach the end, uh, leave a comment saying Tazo, Tazo, T-A-Z-O, Passion Tea. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Tazo, Tazo, Tazo Passion Tea. You made it to the end, my friend. Um, But yeah, thank you for sitting here with me today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for this lovely conversation that we've had. I've had a great time with you. I love you so much, babes. And as always, leave a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, leave a review. If you're watching on on YouTube, leave a like and hit the subscribe button and that post notification bell so you can be notified every time I post and upload a new video okay um my instagram is vine philo v-i-n-e-p-h-i-l-o and that is also my twitter my tiktok is dphile d-p-h-i-l-e okay I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel held. I hope you feel seen. And I hope you learn, you love, you grow, you live, you laugh, you love. I hope you do it all, honey pie. Um, Yeah, that was my Paula Deen accent. Really jumped out of me there. Um, but yeah, I will see you next time. It's been a joy as always. I love you, baby. Mwah, mwah, mwah